This is Building a Website Pro with Michael Zapke, episode number six. Let's get the lowdown on WordPress themes. Hello and welcome to Building a Website Pro at buildingawebsitepro.com. I am Michael ZapQ, and I thank you for joining me today. I am here to help you to build your business website or your own personal website and provide free tutorials and training and other resources that I can through my podcast and through the website. So um, again, thank you for joining me. On this episode of Building a Website Pro, I will be sharing you with you my top five tips for WordPress themes. And this comes out of something else that I'm calling what I wish someone would have told me about WordPress themes when I started learning WordPress. So those are the five things I'll be sharing with you during this podcast. Before we get started, I'd like to remind you that if you'd like an immediate jumpstart guide for building your website the right way, you can claim it by going to goprogift.com. I have a resource there for you. It's free and it's it's waiting for you when you want it. So go to goprogift.com. Now, before I get started with today's show, I just wanted to take a moment to talk with you directly, just sort of one-on-one, and to let you know just a little bit more about why I'm here and why I'm doing this. You know, aside from just enjoying new media and enjoying doing podcasting and recording and website design, I'm really here to be able to help you the best I can because I want you to be able to succeed in what you want to do with a website. You know, there's really a lot of, there's a lot of junk out there in terms of, you know, people uh, putting... (laughs) There's a lot of junk out there in terms of people trying to get people lured in to create websites or to to do certain things. And it's sort of hard to comb through a lot of that stuff. And I was in a position before, you know, when I was really trying to learn how to do web design and how to use WordPress. And it was a long haul. It was difficult to sort of filter through a lot of the, the information that's out there. And... I was able to learn it and go through it and develop, you know, my own portfolio site and develop a few other sites for other people. And I want to be able to do the same thing, you know, with you too. I want to help encourage you that you can do this and that I want to help you to, I guess, get get a jump start on it and not be, you know, stuck on some of the early stages of working with your own WordPress website. You know, there are a lot of different, you know, pitfalls that, uh, you know, that I might be able to help you avoid. And and so anything that you can glean from from what I have on my website or in my podcast, I'm just really excited to be able to help you with that. And so, you know, right now I know that there are a lot of people who are trying to find a way to stand out in the crowd and try to stand out online and, you know, whether it's just being able to create a website for themselves that helps them stand out in the job market, you know, a portfolio, an e-portfolio. You know, I want to help you, if that's you, to be able to create that site and not get hung up with a lot of the details, but just get something up there that's professional, 
that will stand out in the crowd when you're trying to apply for a job. And for you, you know, the small business owner, the entrepreneur who, who thinks that they have to spend thousands of dollars on a website, on a professional website, you know, that's not the case either. And so, you know, I'm here to try to help you as well that, you know, there are some, some simple steps. Not everything is, you know, easy and cut and dry as much as I'd like it to be, but there are easy steps that you can take to try to build your own website and just know that you can do it. And, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm here to help make, help you make that happen. Uh, the other thing I wanted to address is that, uh, you know, I have building a website pro, you know, the word pro in, you know, in my web address and the name of the podcast and all that. And I, I look at that in, in two ways. And one, you know, I know some people might think that it's a pronunciation of me being a pro and, and, you know, the, you know, the expert in all this stuff in a certain ways, you know, I definitely know what I'm talking about. I've been working in web design, you know, since 2007 and I dabbled in it even before that. But I also see it as building a website pro and the pro being you. And you might not think, oh, that you could be a pro in web design right now or in, you know, building a website with, you know, WordPress. But I want to help build, be building a website pro in you, you know, you to help you to become a pro in doing what you need to do to meet the goals that you have for your website. Yeah, I just wanted to sort of throw that out there because, you know, I certainly, you know, don't know and I don't claim to be an expert in everything involving websites, but the, the insights that I do have, you know, and the personal experiences that I do have, I'm very happy to share those with you and continue to do that through the podcast and through, you know, everything that I'll include in videos and blog posts on my website. There's a lot to know about WordPress, web design, SEO, marketing, all sorts of things. Uh, and, you know, the things that I don't know, I'm, I know that I can figure out. And if you have any questions, you know, I want you to let me know what those are. And so I can, it can help you work through that because I, and again, I see everything is discoverable or figure outable, you know, when it comes down to it. Um, so, you know, what are the needs that you have for your website? That's one of my questions that I have for you. You know, you're here, you're listening to this podcast for a reason. And, you know, I want to be able to address the different concerns or questions that you might have. So, here, here, here are just a few questions I want to ask you before we get going is, you know, what brought you to this podcast? Uh, what are some things you hope to accomplish with a website? And what questions do you have so far? What are some of the sticking points that you're having so far getting started? Or uh, maybe you already have a website and you want to just improve in your skills, you know, wonder whether, what are some of those sticky points for you? Um, I really appreciate it. if you leave those questions. You can leave them in the show notes for this episode. Um, you can just go to buildingwebsitepro.com forward slash six, just the number six, and that will take you to the show notes for this episode. You know, leave me some comments and, and let me know. Uh, you can also leave, you know, leave your questions in iTunes if you have them. Um, I'd really appreciate your, your rating and reviews in iTunes to help, you know, not only encourage me, but also to, you know, show others what you're finding in the, in the show. Um, the first several weeks especially are important for podcasters to get some people out there and listening and downloading the show and rating the show. So uh, yeah, if you can do that, I'd really appreciate that. All right. So let's get jumping into themes. What are themes? So themes are basically the overall look and feel of your website. And 
in some spaces you might even hear it referred to as more like a template for a website. But in the WordPress community, it's definitely called a theme, and that's how you'll see it in, in all the you know, WordPress dashboard areas and everything. But it's basically just what you can install or adapt and change that gives your website the look that it has. Now that we have that out of the way, what themes are, I wanted to go ahead and share with you my top five WordPress themes tips, or in other words, what I wish someone would have told me about themes when I started learning WordPress. All right, so number one, and they're sort of in order, but not necessarily in order. Uh, One is I wish someone would have said what framework is versus a theme and which do I need? So in WordPress web design, you'll hear the term framework and you also hear theme. Now, when I started, I wasn't you know exactly sure what the difference is, but let me just lay it out for you. And I've seen it used as a car analogy and I'll just go ahead and stick with that because I, I like it. The framework, it, it could be like the car frame and the uh, then the theme would be the look and the body of the car. So you have different website theme companies that have created frameworks that are the underlying structure, and then they create the designs that go on top of that structure. So it's sort of layered. I guess you could look at it as, you know, WordPress is the main core of your website, then you have theme companies that have created frameworks. So for example, StudioPress has created the Genesis framework, and so that's what they use to base all of their themes on. So they have the framework, and then their designs go into that Genesis framework. All right, so hopefully that's, you know, somewhat clear. And basically, you know, whether you need one or the other, they're not necessarily mutually exclusive. Uh, You know, the frameworks can be a great model if you can find a solid framework like Genesis or WooThemes also has, you know, their own framework. Thesis is another company that has a framework. Um, And then you just, you know, you get a theme that goes with that framework. When I started building websites with WordPress, it was it was difficult to try to figure out, okay, do I start with a blank framework? Do I go with a company, you know, do I go with a theme and then try to adapt it to what I need? Or, you know, can I find a theme that I don't need to change or customize at all and it will be close enough for what I need? And it took me, it took me a lot of time to figure out, okay, yeah, just do I start with a blank framework? And I, I played with it a little bit and, you know, with advanced skills, you can do that sort of thing. And I was able to come up with a couple different ideas, but it still wasn't, it still never felt as solid as it, as it could have been had I gone with just another solid established framework or an established WordPress theme. So at this point, I've, you know, all the times that I've spent working with it, I've decided that it's it's a lot better to just stick with some of the main theme development players out there if you can. You know, choose a solid framework company, choose a solid theme, and then just go with that. I guess what I'm trying to say basically is that don't start out trying to start from scratch with a a very, very blank framework uh, because you'll end up, you know, hitting your head against the wall eventually. 
Um, one great thing about the frameworks that you can that you can go out there and get is that they're they can be future proof. So you have the framework again, and that gets updated over time as things advance and companies update and take out bugs and that sort of thing. But then you can when your theme is on top of that, you can still make adjustments to your theme without affecting the framework. So you can update the framework and it won't affect what you've already changed in your theme. So that's one great thing about having something that's more framework-based. The other thing I'll say about frameworks is to, and themes, is to keep them updated. You know, as much as you're able to, and a lot of the companies that you, you know, if you purchase your framework and theme with, it will give you warnings within the WordPress dashboard to update them. So I always strongly recommend this. You'll probably hear me say this several times, but, you know, keep those frameworks, keep the themes updated when you see those messages. The one caveat to that would be to, to back up your website if you can before updating. That way, in case there is anything that, that happens, that, that you'll be covered that well. You'll be covered as well. And another side tip would be to delete the themes that you're not using. Once you decide which one you want, and you know, let's say you had three or four or maybe more other themes that are you have installed in your WordPress dashboard, go ahead and delete them out. I, I would recommend just keeping the one that you need in there because it can start becoming somewhat of a security hazard, especially if you're not updating them regularly. You know, even if the theme isn't activated and the one that you're using for your site it's still just there it sort of adds you know extra bloat to your website that you just don't need in there and it could slow things down a little bit as well so just keep it you know lean and mean uh as they say to you know to keep your site up and fast as it can be and you know once you find that one theme that you like you know definitely stick with it learn it and go from there you'll probably hear me say that several times in this podcast too all right, so that was number one. You know, the the wish I had was, you know, someone had just been able to explain frameworks and themes to me a little bit. And the second wish, I, I wish someone would have said, here's the theme you need to use, period. Love it. Hug it. Nurture it. <laughs> look, look to no other themes for love except for this theme. You know, sometimes you just get to a point where you want someone to say, this is what you should do. And... I just wasn't ever at that point with anyone else. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, I'm realizing as I was preparing for this show that I can't necessarily tell you, you know, what you should do either with the one golden theme that you should choose as much as I want to be able to do that. I will definitely give you a head start from where I was and share with you the ones that I feel really good about. And I, I even have another one that I've heard others have been very confident in I haven't used yet. But I will give you a great start, at least, to choosing what you want to do. So, you know, really the, one of the two things that I'll go over is that, you know, do you have zero money in terms of investing in a professional theme? If that's the case, I really would recommend going with one of the WordPress-developed themes and they release a new one every year they had like a 20 it was called 2010 for 2010 2011 for 2011 um two that i really like are 2012 and 2013 which just came out with a three with wordpress 3.6 release this year those are two you know really i mean everyone that they wordpress produces in the 20 lines are very solid themes you know that they'll also keep those themes updated 
every year. So yeah, just know that those, those are going to be solid themes. If you absolutely want to have a free theme, uh, that's a great place to start. And there is also, there are also a few good free themes from Woo Themes, and that's W-O-O themes.com. And you can get, yeah, a few different free themes there. I'm happy with them as a company. But yeah, if you just, you know, there are also a lot of other free themes in the WordPress directory, and I'll leave that information in the show notes, a link to that. But if you just type in WordPress themes in Google, and I'm, I'm a little nervous, you know, just having you do that, but just make sure you go to wordpress.org and then check out the themes they have there. You can also access themes within your WordPress dashboard, which I'll, you know, I'll go over. Just be careful when you're searching in Google. You know, I don't want you to find some third-party WordPress, you know, free themes that that aren't reliable or aren't trustworthy or could have malware, you know, bad things. So just make sure if you're doing free themes, get it through wordpress.org and through their free themes directory because you know that they've they've been looked at and approved to be in their directory. So and now if you have some money that you would like to just start out right and this is the suggestion that I have is to start out with a paid professional theme find something that's absolutely that you absolutely love that has you know the look and feel that you want or something close that you know that you'll be able to adapt eventually and just go for it you know start out with a, a great theme with a solid framework or platform and you know run run with it and I have some great options for you for those that I'll, I'll be sharing. Um, I'll give you a thorough overview in a little bit. But that's the second wish that I had. So the first one, again, was uh, yeah, framework versus theme. The second one, you know, here's the theme you should use, period. And unfortunately, I still can't quite do that. But I can definitely give you a good direction that I didn't have when I was still trying to find themes. So the third wish... I wish someone would have said, here's what a WordPress child theme is and when you need it. So it took me a little while to realize that there were such things as child themes. Once I finally got my brain wrapped around themes and trying to figure out which one I wanted, then I was presented with this whole concept of a child theme. And so I was I was thinking, you know, I didn't realize I was already dealing with a parent theme, but okay. You don't usually hear it referred to as a parent theme, but you hear the child theme. So basically what what that is, is you can purchase a theme. So let's say you purchased a theme from studiopress.com. You know, they have the Genesis framework. Let's say you then got a theme also to go with that framework. They basically have, their system is set up in more of a child system. Their frame, they have the framework and then the children of the framework or their base theme Wow, I'm not doing a good job explaining this. <laughs> okay, so let, let me start over. In a nutshell, you have a theme that you can purchase that's a professional, great-looking theme. If you want to make very detailed customizations of that theme, you can create a child of the theme. So basically, you create a child and you add different files to that child theme that replace themes in the main theme. So essentially what WordPress will do then is it will load the main theme and then it will also then look at the files that you have in your child theme and anything that you have that that adapts the main theme it will go with that information instead. So you're basically over 
writing the information that's found in the main theme. So for let's try to make it a little more concrete. Let's say the sidebar had a certain look to it in the main theme that you didn't really like, so you wanted to change the CSS for that sidebar. So what you could do is you could ultimately just create a child theme and work from the child theme. It's really quite simple. I'm not going to go through that, but basically you would change the CSS, you would add it to your child theme. The child theme would be your main theme in WordPress, and then when your website is loaded, it would pull the CSS that you have in your child theme instead of what's in the main theme. It just it just provides a way that you can add, you know, very again, very detailed customization to your website. And I'm realizing now, even just trying to explain it, it sort of seems like, you know, kind of a blubberier lips there. Um, but it's there to allow you the customization that you need if you need very detailed customization to your website. And it also creates a safeguard for you so that you can still keep updating that main theme. So if I, again, if I purchase a theme from somewhere, I can update that with the latest, you know, bug fixes and improvements and whatever. And it won't affect the adjustments that I've made in the child theme. So the child theme can still keep referring back to the latest version of that theme. So that's sort of a child theme in a nutshell. Again, I can't go into a lot of detail, you know, right here in the podcast. And it's it's one of, definitely one of those visual kinds of a things to, to work through. But just know that they exist. If you're starting out with WordPress, you know, you're definitely going to f- just get a, you know, solid theme. And that's what I recommend. Just get a solid theme, one that you like and that you can, you'd be happy with, with your website. And then there's usually a lot of different customizations right in the theme itself. You don't have to worry about a child theme. You can just do all the customizations right there. So if those ones that are actually built into the theme, if you're making adjustments there, those won't be overridden either. You know, you can upgrade your theme and it will still maintain the edits that you've made. But it's just when you get more detailed and more customized and changing things, you know, if you go into the code basically and start changing things, that's where a child theme can be helpful because the code is what can start getting replaced by theme updates. Anyways, don't want to make it any more confusing than I already have. So sorry about that if I've totally lost you, but just know that child themes exist there. And if you're into code, you can use them. If not, definitely just stick with the main themes. All right, so number three was child themes. My interesting explanation of those. Number four is I wish someone would have said, don't get hung up on your logo and your header. Don't get hung up on your logo and your header. Now, this is hard for me to say as a designer. I... When I first started doing WordPress, I really wanted to be able to customize everything exactly the way I wanted to, and I quickly realized that that wasn't always a really easy task, uh, you know, especially since I was struggling to find a, a good theme that I really liked. But the main thing that I, I want to convey to you is, to, you know, don't do what I did. Don't get hung up on, you know, trying to spend tons of time coming up with a, a perfect logo and the, you know, the most amazing header you can imagine. Yes, branding is important. And, and man, again, it's hard for me to say don't get hung up on those things. But what I do want you to get hung up on more is creating great content. You know, it's it's meeting the goals that you really want for your website. 
in, in some cases that that is going to require that you have a great header and a great logo. I, I get it. But the main thing is to get started, you know, and that's, I don't want a logo and a header to become a setback or a hang up for you in starting your website or in just, you know, main, you know, maintaining a solid website with great content. You know, you can always add the logo later. You can just have, you know, your text, the name of your site instead of a logo. Sometimes that works, you know, works better than a logo, depending on what your, what your business or what your site is about. You can always get someone else to to create a header for you. You know, I've created different headers for people. I've created logos for people. It's something I'm happy to do, but you know, it's it's not necessary, especially when you're first getting started. You know, again, just get in there, get you, pick a theme, get it loaded, start creating content, and you know, adding posts and pages and all that good stuff in there. Also, to add to that, you can have a such a basic, you know, very basic site but that at least has a good structure under it, you know, visual structure. And you don't need to have tons of colors and images and banners, and it can still be really a great site. And I, there's one that, that comes to mind, and it's from a guy named Pete Williams, a really great entrepreneur, business guy. And he has a personal site at petewilliams.com.au. And if you go to his site, you'll see that site, at least at the time of this recording, it's black and white. And he has, he has a cool picture of him, of a drawing of himself on the side. But, you know, you look at that site, it's black and white. Um, and if he does have color, it's, you know, very, you know, it's used wisely and for, you know, to really stand out, but mostly just black and white text. But you'll see that the columns are, you know, very straight and it's, you know, everything's in line and easy to read and it's easy to find and figure out you know, what this site's for and what it's about and the information you need. So, you know, don't underestimate the value of a simple site. Yeah. Don't underestimate the value of something simple. You can, it's, you know, very much about the content in in the case of this website, I would say. All right. So that's wish number four. Don't get hung up on the logo and the header and sort of the design overall. Just Focus on getting started and then work some of that stuff out later. Wish number five. I wish someone would have said, breathe, Michael, it's going to be okay. You know, don't don't get caught up in the details of all this stuff. Again, pick a theme, go with it, learn it, customize it, you know, as you can. But, you know, get started and and get some, you know, good content in there and, you know, start reaching out to people with, whatever messages you have to share you know the main thing is that you get it up there and if at least it has somewhat of a you know a a good theme you know again i i recommend certain themes that are that are going to make you an awesome site so you don't have to worry about the details of that so just get in there and do it so and that was yeah so that was really hard for me because again i really wanted to get nitpicky and detailed and have this corner rounded and this a certain color and gradient and I just, yeah, started banging my head against the wall when I really just needed to to go with something and, you know, get it in there and then I can go back later and start tweaking some of those things. So again, the main thing there is focus on content and taking action. So that's, I wish someone, yeah, would have kept me a little more in line in terms of that one. All right, so those were the top five WordPress themes tips or also known as what I wish someone would have told me about 
WordPress themes when I started learning WordPress. I, I really do hope that going through those were you know, at least, you know, gave you something to think about as you're learning how to use WordPress and getting started with your own website. And, you know, hopefully it'll help you avoid some of the pitfalls that I sort of found myself in as I was trying to, you know, just learn the process of WordPress and just, you know, take an action on it. Now, I know I promised I'd give you a thorough overview of the top themes that I recommend for WordPress earlier, but then after I finished recording all the additional theme information I wanted to share with you, I realized that I had nearly an hour and a half long show for you, so you probably don't want to listen to one episode that's that long. You know, definitely on the long side. My goal is to keep the show at around 30 to 45 minutes long for each, you know, each show that I do, with the occasional, you know, probably hour-long show if it's necessary, but try to keep it in that range at least. All that to say, I'll be continuing our journey into the realm of WordPress themes in the next episode. Themes are really a huge subject, and I hope to provide valuable information that will you know, really help you feel confident in choosing, installing, and customizing your themes. But before I go, I'd like to share the Pro Pointer with you for this show. Alright, so this Pro Pointer will be a sneak peek at some of the tools I use for themes. Since I won't be going through it in this episode, I want to at least give you an opportunity that you can, you can check some of the information out. And there's also a lot of other valuable information about that I use for my websites in general. But for those of you who really want to know which themes I recommend, if you go to openmytoolbox.com, that's openmytoolbox.com, you'll find all the great tools that I use for creating and maintaining professional websites. From hosting to WordPress themes to email newsletter management. This is a list I keep updated regularly with the latest tools I use to keep my websites running smoothly, and my hope would be that these tools can help you too. So if you'd like more information on building a website, you can also consider downloading my free ebook. It's called Seven Important Things You Need to Consider When Building a Website. A lot of really great information in there for someone who's getting started, even for someone who already has a website. It's just a great chance to review and say, yeah, those are some things I'm doing, or no, I'm not, I should implement those things. Just visit goprogift.com, and you'll be directed to a, a part of my website where you can just sign up for for that free ebook, and then you'll also be added to my newsletter that you know, I promise I won't spam you. I send emails maybe once a month. You know, it might go a little bit more eventually, but anything that I do send is very pertinent to building a website and just a lot of good tips and tricks that you, you know, would really like to have for your website. And I also like to put some special things in there that you wouldn't find on my website. So you'll also find the show notes for this episode and any other episode that I do by going to my website at buildingwebsitepro.com forward slash and then the number of the episode. So this one's episode number six. So just forward slash and then the number six. And you can find all the different links that I discuss in the show. And sometimes I might have additional information in there that I didn't discuss for you. And then the other thing I wanted to mention was, you know, please, if you if you can, if you get a chance, stop into the iTunes store and find and under my podcast, if you could leave a rating and review, I would really appreciate it. You know, especially early on uh, that if, you know, the getting, getting ratings and getting people commenting on there is really important for new podcasters. So I'd appreciate you taking just a, a minute or two to go online and do that. Five stars are great, but I also just want your honest reviews there. 
you know, to, to just keep it going and let other people know the kind of, you know, information that you're finding with the podcast. And hopefully we can help bring more people in that would really enjoy the information that I share here. Be sure to tune in to the next episode of Building a Website Pro, where I'll be sharing my thoughts on WordPress themes, the ones I recommend, and where you can get them. So be sure to listen to that episode. It's really going to provide a lot of good information for you to get started with WordPress themes. Until then, thanks for joining me in this episode of Building a Website Pro. I sincerely appreciate you joining me here, and I wish you all the best in your web success. Bye-bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Building a Website Pro podcast at buildingawebsitepro.com. 